There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Friday morning episode. You're getting this on Thursday evening. If you are an IFS subscriber, thank you very much for your subscription and patronage, etc., etc. If you are, um, yeah, uh, quite a bit going on this week. Um, I, I wanted to begin by looking at a story that's just appeared on the, the Mirror website today, and it's. Uh, I'll tell you, what, I'll give you, the, I'll give you the headline, Sam, and you can decide if you'd like to know more about it or not. Yeah. Uh, it says, Road Rage driver Ronnie Pickering's very different life eight years after viral vid. Well, I want to know more. But uh, in actual more. fact, in actual fact, what did we actually know about what Ronnie Pickering's life was then? Uh, that's a good point. Mm. There was, of course, the infamous video, Road Rage Ronnie. Um, mm. Who are you? I'm Ronnie Pickering. Uh, as he said. To uh, a moped driver, if you've never seen it before, just have a look at Ronnie Pickering on the internet. You'll find it straight away. So uh, I'd, I'd like Ronnie to know Pickering. What... Ronnie Pickering. Oh, Ronnie Pickering. I'd like to know what he's doing now. Um, what well, doesn't doesn't fucking tell us, does it? I'm looking for more information, and I can't find it. I'm gonna guess he's a synchronized swimmer. Um, professional, and he tours. He still remembers cruise ships. He 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 said that he inspired a lot more road rage videos. So he's considering himself as a pioneer. Yeah, it's me who fucking started the road rage. But I haven't. Do I get anybody out of it? No. He says, I think with the original YouTube upload and all the other follow ups and memes, the video has probably had one hundred million views. It's a bit crazy to think how many people have seen it, and it seems to have inspired a lot more road rage videos since. I have not had a single penny. Exactly. And this is something that my team are looking into continuously. He says, the video was heavily edited and wasn't all that you thought. Uh, the moped driver review- removed a lot of the footage of him also winding Ronnie up. People have rows like that all the time, he says, but they're not always filmed. Not always, no. <laughs> The guy wanted a reaction, and he got one. The video was heavily edited. The footage of him winding me up wasn't there at all. He edited much of it out himself. It made it look like he was the victim. <laughs> uh, the mirrors say that the video's been seen worldwide, even been shown all the way in Australia. Wow. Whoa. What? <laughs> it's on the internet, because it's been in a yeah, shown in Australia. It's been seen everywhere. Yo, and I'm sorry, there's just nothing about what he's doing now. Nothing Clickbait, at all. you were fooled. You of all people, Andy Dawson, one of the shrewdest operators out there, fooled by clickbait. I've, you're falling for clickbait. I yeah. thought the mirror were above that sort of thing. It says no, that he's now 60. Not. It's the only update on his life is that he's now 60. Yeah. 
Well, he, I'll tell you what, he didn't. If he was 52 then, he wasn't looking that good for his age then. No, he wasn't, was he? I, I think, I, I don't think his lifestyle was uh, particularly healthy. That's the, that was the main impression I came away with. Yeah. But looking back, we all did laugh at Ronnie Pickering. But now, in the era of fucking road grass Jeremy Vine, like, you do yeah. sort of think these cunts, these Why? cunts going around, these butts, whether they're cyclists or pedestrians or motorcyclists, the ones that go around with cameras, you do sometimes think they're going around, these have become big. Mm. And you can make money. If you put it on your own YouTube channel and it goes viral, you're making money out of that, right? And so I do think they're going around just getting up in other people's fucking faces, antagonising people, Mm -hmm. getting a reaction, and then probably monetising it. Or in in Vine's case, maybe he's monetising it, but either way, in Vine's case, it just keeps him... Keeps him being talked about. In the public glare, yeah. I think that's just what, you know, these people are obsessed with. Like, anything that will keep them relevant, they'll do it. And he thought, oh, if I keep fucking going and getting involved in situations out on the street, we'd better watch out because he might get his comeuppance. If Um, he comes around my way pulling those stunts when I'm in my car, mm. um, you know, like, for instance, say if I'm waiting, as I often do, Late at night in the shadows outside a house for my daughter to come out of a party. Do you, yeah, do you make Suddenly, sure you're in the shadows, do you? You aim for the shadows. Yeah, always in the shadows at that time of night. Mm. You turn the headlights off, it looks creepy. We've talked about this. You're I, I pajamas. It looks creepy. Suddenly, tap, tap, tap at the window. Who is it? Oh, I should have fucking guessed. Vine. Yeah. Wind down the window. On the night shift. What, what, what the fuck's your problem, Vine? What are you doing out this time? I can ask you the same thing. You're blocking the road. I was cycling along here, and you're blocking the road. You're out. Your car. Your car's outside tires are clearly outside of the designated parking lines. Yeah, and therefore you are blocking my route. Double yellow. Yeah, well, it's one in the morning. You cunt. They don't apply. They do. They apply at all times. It's a risk to my safety. Fuck off, Vine, you fucking asshole. Oh, no, fuck off. Why? Why? <laughs> sort of thing yeah. that could happen. It could do. It could do. Oh, there's some breaking news. Mm. Just come through in the last few minutes. I mean, this will be old news by tomorrow. Rupert Murdoch uh, has announced he will step down as the chairman of Fox Corporation and Fox News. I'm stepping down. I'm still going to spend more time with Wendy Ding. Oh, no, no. She's gone now, isn't no, she? No, hang on. No. Then it was Jerry Hall. Jerry Hall. That's she's mean, gone no, as well. No, I've divorced her as well. I'm going to spend more time on Tinder. <laughs> there you go, I'll then. tell you what. It hit me hard when Trevor Francis died a couple of months back. <laughs> it, made, <laughs> it made me take stock. Do you know what I mean? It made he me was take a, stock. He was a great pundit in the early days of Sky Football. Uh, now he's he gone. Makes you think, doesn't it? Makes you think he was younger than me. Yeah. He had a lot going for him. Then pop, he's gone. One minute he's there. Light. And you know, I always in the back of my mind thought one day we'll get him back onto Sky. <laughs> and uh, you think you've got all the time in the world to pick up what the phone don't? to someone and make amends. And then suddenly, bang, you get the call one day from one of your assistants. Rebecca Brooks. <laughs> Mr. Murdoch, I'm sorry to bother you. What is it? We've not News been caught England. packing phones again, have we? <laughs> no, it's much worse than that. Trevor Francis. Worse than that? 
Give him his full name, Sir Trevor Francis. No, well, he was never knighted. Well, that's an outrage. Okay, well, anyway. Get a posthumous campaign for a knighthood in the sun, (laughs) pronto. Hold the front page. And if we doesn't get one, we're going to call for the abolition of the monarchy. (laughs) Well, he's dead. Oh, my God. Cripes alive. (laughs) Trevor's dead. This changes everything. Oh, I've got to... Wait. Okay, listen. I'll get back to you with uh, some words, some comments for you to put in tomorrow's paper. But for now, I need to do some serious stock taking about my life. So I don't want any more calls or emails for the next few hours while I take stock. Yeah. I've not not felt Um, this bad since uh, I got pied in that Commons Committee. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's how when I was pretending to be a doddery old fart. Remember that? My ex... Wendy oh. Ding went absolutely <laughs> fucking ballistic about it. <laughs> that was a good. That was a great day. I sat there all afternoon saying, "Oh, I don't remember much about that. I'm just an old uh, man." At one point, I even pissed my pants on purpose to throw them <laughs> off the scent. Well, it threw them onto the scent. The scent of my piss. <laughs> oh well, that's it then. He stepped down. He's so gone. Who's going to take he over? Went- he will be replaced by his son, Lachlan. Is that the one who's uh, who's the eldest boy on Succession? Is yeah, it, is that him? Not Cameron. Not the one who. who not the one who's married to a prosser. What? <laughs> well, Cameron's the oldest boy, isn't he? Oh in, yeah, yeah. In Succession. Yeah. But the one, but the one below him is. Uh, I forgot. Oh, his what's name, his though. name? Yeah. Played by Jeremy, someone. Uh, Gary. Yeah, that was... No, Clive. Yeah, I Terry. was fucking engrossed in all four series of that. Now I can't remember the characters' names. That goes yeah. to show us something, doesn't it? Maybe it's time for me to step down as well. Yeah, Lachlan's <laughs> taking over. So there we go. I think Rupert will be dead in six months. That's my prediction. You heard it here Lachlan, first. Lachlan never got to know Trevor Francis. And uh, I take much of the blame for that. <laughs> I had every opportunity to broker a situation whereby the pair could spend time together. I believe that Lachlan who I regard as a work-shy, entitled little shit, could have learned a lot from a lad like Trevor Francis, who pulled himself up by his bootstraps from a working-class beginning in the Midlands to become, at one point, the most expensive man in English football. Lachlan would know nothing about that. He has lived a life of complete luxury and decadence from day fucking one. Francis had pace and trickery and accuracy. Lachlan has none of them things. He's got one of those fucking little micro scooters he goes around on in the office. <laughs> fucking asshole. Now, Trevor, Trevor was not a well-educated man. He was always putting all of his efforts and focus into the footy. But if you heard him talking on Sky's Pundit in the early days, he spoke with an eloquence and insight that is way beyond the capabilities of my Lachlan. And bear in mind, I said that little John go to some of the most expensive schools money can buy. <laughs> so go figure. Yeah, well there you go then. That's the big news that's broken. We've gone from Ronnie Pickering to Rupert Murdoch. Now here's is. a question for you: Have you ever, in the course of your career, been offered? You were searching for uh, a word for it there, weren't you? You came up with career. Career. Thank yeah. you. They didn't see me do the air quotes when I said that. <laughs> right. Have have you has anyone ever said to you 
will you do me uh, a deal for cash? Do you a deal for cash? Yeah, like a discount. To me? So, yeah, to you. To well, you. No, I've never done anything. I've said it before to, to tradesmen. To people. Back in the day, you how can't get away with it now. How much for cash? How much for cash? Yeah, how much for cash, Well, there's, yeah. not, there's not much cash around now, is there? You don't... through the books, No yeah. one deals with cash. There are, there are basically no VAT or uh, tax advantages to be in all of the classic cash businesses, such as builder, yeah. florist, mm-hmm. drug dealer. I mean, window cleaners are mainly cash. Although my last window cleaner wasn't cash. My window cleaner was here today. We pay him online. I was going, sorry, mate, I ain't got cash. He goes, I don't mind about that. I don't want cash. And he just chucks his card through the door and it's got his uh, sort code and account number on. So, yeah, so I can't remember. I've never done anything for cash. (laughs) My uh, my window cleaner's like Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. (laughs) He's got got really expensive embossed business cards. cards, And he always comes in an Armani suit. And he loves listening to Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, he's got his Walkman on while he does the windows. He wears an immaculate suit. Uh, great tan. Great even tan. Muscular body. Yeah, he's an impressive guy. Oh, Anyway. God. Murdoch's done a long statement. Yeah, well, we anyway, I've got a mate um, who works, who, let's say, works in the um, works in the service industry. Right. Right. I don't want to give away too much, but he, he works in the service industry, right? And uh, he was approached this week by... It's a legit service industry. I'm not being euphemistic. He's not right. a crim or anything like that or a, or a sex worker. He's a, he's a He works in a service job. And the local uh, local vicar came to see him this week about <laughs> buying his services. Yeah. And he's thinking, this is strange. Not, not really strange, but... You don't often have business dealings with men of the cloth. I don't, anyway. I've never had them. No, well, I mean, my only business dealing with men of the cloth was when I went and interviewed the Archbishop of Canterbury that time, a few Christmases ago. Yeah, well, I got, I got married in a church. You had to bung him 250 quid for that, the priest. Do you have to pay for that? Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking rip-off. Well, I mean, what he's, fucking he's, he's putting a shift in, isn't he? He's putting a shift in. Yeah, it's but I mean, it. they're the ones going, it doesn't count unless you do it in the eyes of God. And you go, oh, all right, we could do it at the registry office. But you go, oh, all right. Okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I'll do it the way you want me to. I'll do it in the eyes of God. Yeah, that's 250 quid, please. For who? For God? No, for me. Well, if it's if it's so important, why are you charging for it? I thought your life was devoted to God. Yeah, but we've all got to pay the bills, haven't we? Yeah, the roof's leaking. We need to fix that. Well, that's fair. Anyway, he's 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 gone to he's gone to my mate. My mate's quoted him his day rate, let's say, and he, and the vicar's turned around to him, going, "Oh yeah, how much will you do it for cash?" Really? Well, yeah, because he's got a fucking bag full of cash from all the weddings. Yeah, and he he's fucking dripping in cash. The dodgy cunt. Hmm. Well, I don't, I won't say the vicar is because I'd never grasp someone to the inland revenue, but I'm just saying, I'd be interested to know. How many times men of the cloth get a knock on the door from the old HMRC? Fucking never. Never. Because it's the what, easiest, what? easiest tax dodging gig there is. What, because you do cash, but they'll never come and bother you well, because yeah, you're a man of the cloth? Yeah, because there's just that level of inherent trust, isn't there? They go, oh, there's nothing going on down there at the church. It's low, low key. Fucking There will be some, some accounts will be submitted, obviously. There'll be oh, two, yeah, there'll basic. Be two ledgers. Yeah. You know, one that gets to the HMRC and one that's, you know, 
hidden the away in uh, a locked drawer they, somewhere. They fucking the hide font. it underneath underneath the cremation pit. Yeah. Well, fucking hell. Well. Yeah, so he's offered him cash. And my mate couldn't believe it. He was like, well, no, not it? really. Sorry. Yeah. No, I don't think he did. I, he was stunned. He was stunned. So I guess what I'm asking is uh, to our listeners, have you ever been... It's a very niche calling question. Have you ever been offered cash by a man of the cloth? It's also... It's, it's basically like an investigation that we're launching. Um you know, it, which is the tax status of men of the cloth in the UK. Oh, we're, we're pivoting to consumer uh, yeah. investigations Look, like now, the, like, like that couple from Watchdog. Yeah. Like that couple on Watchdog, like we were talking about recently, Linsfoldwood so, and... John uh, Stapleton and Linsfoldwood, they've John gone Stapleton. out. It's Matt Allwright on his motorbike. It gets more oh, done right. because he's on a motorbike. Yeah, what he gets more... So what does he do? Whiz round and go... Wow. Rogue, what is it like rogue trading sort of situations? Yeah, yeah he did that right. originally. I think it's so he doesn't get punched. He can make a quick getaway on the motorbike. And he's got his helmet on. Yeah. Try and punch me now, cunts! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did I say? Another grass on two wheels. Beware the two-wheeled grass. There you go, <laughs> so that's a title. I'll just write that down for our uh, title <laughs> of the episode there. Beware the two-wheeled grass. And I speak as a man who, you know, has ridden a, a Vespa for many years. I don't have yeah. one at the moment. I've, well, I've flogged it. I've flogged it for cash. Well, because I could see the way the two-wheeled world was going. Yeah. I was like, I used to you? like this community. It used to represent freedom and mm. rebellion and mm. resistance. But now it's the opposite. Now it feels like all my fellow two-wheelers are devoting all of their time and powers and energy Stitching. to fucking grassing people. Yeah. And, and the other thing to remember, when you, if you're thinking about grassing someone, right, times are very tough at the moment, so people are going to be cutting corners mm. or saving a few quid or making a few quid here and there in ways that isn't always strictly legit. And unless it's directly harming the vulnerable, leave well alone. Because times are fucking tough, if you haven't heard. Yeah. So, you know, go easy on the grassing, Vine, and anyone else. Would you... There's one area of grassing that I'm unsure about. Would you grass a fly tipper? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I wouldn't. No way. I can't imagine that. Ah, It's just like, hey, what are you doing? Well... If it was in my skip... Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Jalapeño. All right, let's say you're at walking the dog in the park or the woods yeah. where you go, right? Someone pulls up in a van, yeah. opens the back yeah. of the van and and t- put, t- pulls out a demolished bathroom for fixtures and fittings. A bath, yeah. loads of tiles, loads in a my sink, area. and you yeah. just you just walk on by, would you? You wouldn't yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't confront them about it. No, no way. No way. I'd just think, well, that's a shame, but that's, that's what they feel the need to do. That's that's it's like my attitude is like Attenborough, where he doesn't interfere in the animals right. fighting. Yeah. It's okay. like this is just these are humans going about their business. It's not my business. It's against the law. If some mm. if they get caught and someone starts and like the old Bill suddenly jump out of a bush and say, We caught you. I'm not saying I'd go on and start defending the fly tipper. I'd mind my own business probably. But if I saw someone coming over and giving them shit, I would probably take the fly tipper's side because I just have a pathological <laughs> dislike of busybodies, right? And it's like this guy, he's got a bathroom he needs to get rid of in a hurry. He's probably really stressed. Mm. He would love to be able to afford to do it in a more legitimate way, but he's got loads going on. He's like, he's just going to fucking dump it. And the council will probably come around at some point and take it away. And, you know, who knows what he's got going on in his life. Fuck it. And I just don't want to be the cunt to go, excuse me, that's not on. That gets done a lot around my way. In fact, there's one particular spot that I often walk past, and it's like a little square of municipal grass near my home. you call it Wasteland? Oh, by the way, Wasteland update. Found some yesterday on my morning run. Went a slightly different route to usual. Um, took a photo actually I've been meaning to send it to you Uh, found some quality wasteland but I don't think it'll be there for long I think it's being prepped for something for something else but for the time being it's it's wasteland and so I I did take a picture we we had a comment on the Patreon Mm. just today from Ted and he says this is really good I know some wasteland that's only accessible through some (laughs) woods and a hole in a fence Fucking it's hell. like Narnia. That's proper. That's old school wasteland, isn't it, it? He says it's fucking brilliant. Take my dog there all the time. Yeah, wow. I wouldn't take my dog on the wasteland because there's always sharp objects on wasteland, there isn't there? Broken glass and stuff. Yeah. Always be um, careful with wasteland. Be wasteland aware. Wasteland aware. Yeah, I might get that on a t-shirt. Um, but what was I talking about? I mean, oh yeah, there's a fly tipping spot in my yeah. area. And uh, that you see all sorts there, beds, but a lot of time beds, uh, mattresses are really popular. Uh, the dog loves it because the dog loves to sniff around whatever's been dumped. And uh, the other thing that's popular around here, but I think it's popular in a lot of areas, is when people do a clear out, they just leave items in a box out the front mm. for you to take. And it's like books, and it's very often there'll be books, DVDs. Nice. So it's it's like the sort of shit you'd get at a car boot, right? Yeah. But they just leave it a lot of the time because there's a lot of it's a family area. There's a lot of kids, right? And they're like people are sort of like, oh fuck it, we might as well leave this, and some other passing kid will have it. But I do feel that some people are a bit ashamed to be going through it, even though it's been left there for that reason. But guess who's not ashamed? That's Delaney. right, me. Yeah. <laughs> I was walking back uh, from uh, the gym and I was with my son and we walked past the house and there was two plastic crates full of annuals of various types, annuals and sort of sporting books and almanacs. What era? And and he was going, uh, ranging, 
from the early 70s Fuck. to sort of like the mid noughties like Treasure. there was one there was a book of the the euros that were held in Ukraine and Poland when was that was that 2012 I'm going to see do yeah. you remember that I don't know yeah Probably. There was that, you know, and it's got a picture of like Frank Lampard on the cover. Nice. And like Ashley Young. And it goes, <laughs> Your Complete not. Guide to Euro 2012. <laughs> but then there was this, uh, I'll send you a picture of it. There was one from the early 70s and it was called, I think it was called Scorcher. I've got it in the other room, but it's mm. not down at the moment. And it was like basically like Roy the Rovers. Uh, and the whole annual. It's like 1973, maybe. The whole annual is just a succession of football-related comic book stories. Love it. And I thought, I'm having that. And my son was a little bit embarrassed, I think, because I was down on my knees, quite sweaty in my gym gear. <laughs> um, <laughs> a, 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 a bald man pushing 50, <laughs> sweating and frantic, clawing through these fucking crates at about 11am on a Saturday morning yeah. as other people from the neighbourhood who we know including like you know the parents of his mates and stuff yeah. and I'm like morning and they're like looking at me like oh mo- morning and I was like throwing these books all over the place you just go can we please go and I'm going look at this there's loads of good stuff so I got the scorcher and he made me put the other stuff down because at one point I had about 10 books out of it and uh, he he was very embarrassed. And I, I said, don't be embarrassed. They've left it here for this reason. Yeah. But I think he thought, yeah, but it's for kids, not for you, you fucking weirdo. But I thought this is content. This is uh, potential diveable material. So I've got to come away with at least something. Yeah. So, so I'll report back on that book. I'll do a little review for you. I'm surprised you didn't take more. I'm surprised you didn't get some for me, to be honest. Yeah, you'd love it. Well, you know, I know you love a car boot. And it's not as good as a car boot because the car boot is just as much about the vibe as it is about the stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's about, it's about uh, the, the digging itself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's the atmosphere and the people and, and all that stuff. Um, so it's not as good as that. But in terms of the stuff you can get, very similar and free. You know. Brilliant. So uh, anytime you're in London and you want to come over at a weekend just to walk around and do some crating <laughs> outside the local houses, uh, you know, you're welcome. Brilliant. I'm just trying to update the uh, the prediction league because we forgot to do it last week and I hadn't updated it from the week before, to be honest. It feels like it's <clears throat> it's uh, it's fading from the, uh, from the podcast, but having looked at the fucking update, we need to uh, make an effort. Here's where we're at before this weekend's predictions, Sam. You're on 16. Right. I'm on 18. Mm. Result spot is on 25. Fucking hell, result spot. It's had, it had Newcastle 1, Brentford 0 last Saturday. Six points. Wow. Fucker. So, uh, yeah, we need to uh, raise our game, I think, a little bit. Well, he's never won. And I don't think he's gonna, but we it's still have to early. Be on our still game. early in the season. I, I've been quite ambitious in my predictions this year. I've been sort of, yeah, I've been going back to my like total predicting. I think we've and, been blase. Uh, I think it's got. I think there was a few years ago where I was like, I won the league by doing you gr- the total. You ground it out that year. I remember it. You ground it out in a the lot end. Of, yeah, a lot of one points. Yeah, but you were you were you know you're using your head, not but your also heart. times change, predicting changes. It's like everything, you know. 
there used to be Chicka Taka. Then there's, there was there's a lot the, of predicting the, out the from Gengen the back now, press, isn't there? Gengen Press, low Predic- block, high block, predicting all from that the stuff. back is, is in now. Oh yeah, slow build up. Yeah. So I'm going to try that this week. Well, let's do that, and shall we? Here we go. Then. Predict what from the back. back. Risky, but best of luck to both of us. We've got Manchester mm. City versus Nottingham Forest. City versus Forest. Uh, I'll say. I'm going to say 3-0 Man City. 3-0 Manchester City. I'm going to go for 4-0 Manchester City. Right. And we've got uh, Chelsea versus Aston Villa, which is on Sunday, I believe. I'll go first on that one. Uh, Chelsea, increasingly laughable. It's mm. hilarious. A mess. Uh, I think we can... I think we'll go for a, a 1-1 for that one. Uh, Chelsea versus Villa I'm going to say Chelsea nil Villa 2 oh I like it I like it I don't know what method of predicting you've used there but I like it a lot then we're going to go for Liverpool versus West Ham um, which of course is one all. one all um, I think we'll have um, we'll have we'll have 2-1 to Liverpool I'm very sorry yeah. Also on Sunday, Sunderland versus Cardiff. We're playing on Sunday because we have the Lionesses at the Stadium of Light tomorrow night, Friday. Lionesses playing versus Scotland, sold out Stadium of Light. Mm. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, lovely. Anyway, uh, Sunderland versus Cardiff. Uh, we're on a roll. We've won our last three games. First time in about eight years. We've yeah. Won three in a row. And I think we'll keep it going. I think we'll win 2 0 against Cardiff. Uh, I'll say 2 1. Thank you very much. And then finally, we have, of course, Newcastle United, who are playing away at Sheffield United. Ooh. It'd be a tricky tie, this, in Newcastle. And they've had European football this week as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's at Sheffield United as well. Do you know what? I'm going to say 1-0 Sheffield United. I'm going to say that as well, as is results, but... Yeah. And that's not deliberate. We haven't done that to try and nullify or, or... Clamp, clamp down on no, it. No, it just feels like Sheffield United are going to pick up any points they'll be at home. Yeah. And they've actually been unlucky in some of the games I've seen Sheffield United. And I feel that Newcastle have had a very taxing European game this week. So. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. 1 0. Nothing wrong with that. Um. All right, then that's about it. I think anything else you want to mention? No. I'm going to the um, NFL in a week's time. Uh, are you? To see, yeah, me and my son, my son in particular has been getting really into NFL football. And uh, I think I told you I watched, we watched a program called Quarterback on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Which followed three quarterbacks through the season. And after we watched that, he got really into it and we started watching it. Anyway, his team is the Jackson Jaguars. Why is he then? Because of Jaguars. Because, partly that, but because he loves that show, The Good Place, you know, the Ted Danson show. Yeah. And there's a character in it who is actually an idiot, but who is from Florida and supports Jackson Jaguars and talks about them all the time. And I think that's what... That's what's got him. uh, It can be anything as tenuous as And funnily enough, I said to my my American brother-in-law was over and I was telling him about this. I was going, oh, you know... Len's got really into NFL. We're going to go and see NFL, blah, 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 blah. He goes, who's your support? I say, Jaguars. And he goes, so do you support him? I said, nah. And he went, why not? Why can't you support the same team as, as your son? I said, 
I said, nah, I said, I, I want to support a team that I might one day actually want to go and see. Yeah. Uh, I said, I'm not going to fucking Jacksonville. He said, why not? I said, well, it sounds like an absolute shithole, right? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, it is. And then he left a pause and went, my mum's from there. <laughs> And I went, oh, sorry, mate. He goes, no, but it is a shithole. I mean, it's like, I know, so I can confirm it. But, yeah, moments like that are tricky, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, best of luck with that, then. Sounds mm. like, where's that at? Is that at the... It's at Wembley. It's at Wembley? No, it's at Wembley. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm at, it's sold out, but I got some tickets from Twickets, and mm. he's buzzing about it because it's his team. It's not just any NFL. It happens to be the Jackson Jaguars. Nice so... So uh, it's exciting. Um, I, don't, I don't really understand the rules fully. I haven't got a clue. No, I will. I've I tried will for attempt, decades. But, but apparently, it's a huge. Um, there's a huge show. You know, there's all the razzmatazz beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be maybe like some sexy cheerleaders. Like I don't yeah. know. Fire eaters. Uh, certainly fire. And I one thing that I love <laughs> is brass bands. Yeah, I'm a yeah. huge fan of like. You know when they're like marching brass bands yeah. with the with the woman doing the um, baton, yeah, baton uh, twirling, tossing, twirling, yeah. yeah. Do you think Which Stevie be... Nicks was an expert at? She was, yeah. And if you want to see some sexy content, the video for uh, Tusk. watch Stevie Nicks, yeah, doing that. Um, did uh, will there be police dog display team? Do you think? Fucking hope so. Oh, uh, I hope Rod Stewart's there doing a celebrity gridiron match beforehand. <laughs> Jimmy Tarbuck. Jeff Boycott, yeah. all the lads. Yeah. yeah so, right. um, yeah, so anyway, but that's not till next Saturday. I will have some content to report then. And this Saturday, uh, it's my event with Irving Welsh at oh, yeah. the Barnes Book Festival, which I'm looking forward to. And, um, of course, also appearing at the Book Festival will be my nemesis, Brandreth. Yes. So... Watch out for news headlines in case we have a confrontation. I won't, name, on, on, yeah. I, I won't name names, but we had some correspondence this week from a listener who um, uh, had tickets to go to Brandreth. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm trying to find At the Barnes Book Festival. I'm trying, oh, yeah, Brandreth update. There's, there's the email. Um, he, he, his, his parents had bought them tickets to go along to see Brandreth with them. And he was Strange. like, oh, fucking hell, I don't want to do yeah. this. Okay. Should, should I do it? And I said, I said to him, I replied, well, you know, it's... Yeah, why not? It's 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 time spent with your parents, which, you know, one day you'll wish you probably did more of. Um, also, I, I would be fascinated if I had tickets. I probably could go, I suppose, because I'm a guest hmm. at the... At this at this festival, so I'm I'm hoping and assuming that I have a some sort of, like, licence to roam the other event. Backstage, and access there are, all areas. Yeah. Straight after me with Irving Welsh, there's um, what's his name, Robert Peston. Oh God, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the same thing. So I might stick around, see what he's got to say for yeah. himself. Yeah, might go. I might go and see Brandreth because as much as we take the piss, uh, yeah. I think it would be really interesting to well, see Brandreth in action. Th- this is what I said to our correspondent. I said, go along with it. I says, as a parent, I've had to endure all sorts of shite theatre shows with my kids when they were younger. Postman Park right through to Ed Sheeran and mm. I said to him your folks probably did the same with you roles have been reversed now and plus yeah. as you've just said Brandreth might just be a bit more entertaining than all of us suspect a bit and, more entertaining than Delaney and we got an update he said thanks again for the advice to go to Brandreth here's how things went took my parents for a curry beforehand 
Nepalese curry house, which was brilliant. Top food, great stuff, lovely start. Then onto the show, Brandreth. I can honestly say it's one of the most excruciating couple of hours I've ever sat through. Ah. Uh, just constant name-dropping and self-indulgent guff. Honestly, oh, it was okay. painful, but my parents enjoyed it, and it was quality time with them. So well, that, that wouldn't have been the Barnes Book Festival, because that's not till this weekend. So that means I still have an opportunity to go and uh, compare notes. Might do but it. Not recommended by our unnamed uh, correspondent. But on Sunday, I'm going to go. I'll miss those ones, because I'm going to Wigtown Book Festival in Scotland. Bald man goes to Wigtown. Bald man goes to Wigtown, which is in the Dumfries and Galloway region of Scotland. Yeah. I've got a fly to Glasgow, yeah? How about this for logistics? The only way I can get there that morning is to fly to Glasgow and then hire a car and drive two hours back down yeah. to Dumfries and go like, like, so I'm driving from Glasgow back down towards England. Mm-hmm. It's the only way you can get there at that it's time great, in the morning. It's a great drive down, though, from uh, yeah, that's what Glasgow I'm hoping. down to there because it's all hills and stuff. It's lovely. Yeah, well, I always like when we've been on tour to, you know, and you find yourself driving around Scotland and stuff, it's just a laugh, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. Good. Some good service stations as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping all of these things will be um, providing excellent content in the coming so. days and weeks. And yeah. are tickets available for these for, uh, for people to go along and I, I think so. I don't think they're sold out. I don't know. I don't, but I don't, I, I'm guessing not. Um, the Irving Welsh run, maybe, because people will be hoping that it's me interviewing Irving Welsh, but spoiler alert, it's the other way around. I'm imagining that as soon as that becomes apparent, half the audience are going to stand up and walk out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck yeah. this. Yeah, fucking hell. What, what's he fucking do? I couldn't give a shit about what he's got to say. <laughs> I'm here for Welsh. So, yeah. So maybe if you hang around outside, you'll be able to slip in once people have walked out. Yeah. And as for Wigtown, yeah, I don't even know who's interviewing me at that. I, I bet that. I bet that. Will, I bet my event will be poorly attended. That's my guess. Well, you so never we'll, know. But we'll wait and see. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Okay, then that's that. Then, and we'll be back after the weekend with some uh, new new stuff and and all that. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.